and welcome to another episode of She Slays and Mays. I am Charlotte, as per usual, uh, <laughs> and I'm here with Alex and Freya, also as per usual. Um, there is no change, and Chloe's in the background, as per usual. But yeah, we're going to be going through our favourite articles of the week again. We kind of got to discuss what they were beforehand, so we'll find out if they are an overlap or not. I was going to do this, you know? Um, is there any particular one anyone wants to really, really start with? So yeah, Emma had this great article about a new coffee roastery opening. It's in the old print works. I don't know where that is. Do you guys know where the print works is? No. No. Fine, let's look it up. Um. Anyway, yeah, it looks, it sounds really cool. She got like a tour of it and stuff. I'm really jealous. Um, sorry, typing noises. ASMR episode. Um, and it's just Emma's article is the first thing that's come up. So that's great SEO. Well done, Ooh. Emma. Um, um, oh, oh, here we go. Sterling Printworks. It's by, it's by Aldi. Oh. Oh, so it's in the business part. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah. So, Slay Emma. Emma always does really good new stuff. And yeah, she got spoke to the guy that owns it. And, and what's really cool is they contacted us about wanting to give us a story. Yeah, yeah that, that was very nice of them, to be really honest. They could us. have gone to a different news company, yeah. but they chose us, so thank you. Yeah, yes. so that's really fun. So it's always fun when that happens. It makes us feel like real journalists. <laughs> um, yeah, next, I feel like we all have a couple in, like, arts and stuff. There's I have an arts of, one. There's been yeah. a lot of arts this week. I don't this week. Uh, Do you not? Know? I know, the... Honorary culture representative yeah, hasn't got a culture, culture article. Girlie isn't culturing. I know we have the same one, but I'm going to start with um, Ben McSwan's review of the Wizard of Oz UK tour. It really <laughs> cracked me up because it's a bad review. Oh, love, I haven't read reviews. this yet. I it's love so bad funny. reviews. It just sounds absolutely bizarre, and yeah, they 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 change the songs. Like, they tamper with the songs. So this is the tour where the Vivian drag queen is playing oh. the oh, Wicked Witch. Cool. Yeah. And they're kind of... And, like, Glinda arrives on a motorbike. It's like... Mm-hmm. It's, like, it, it, it's meant to be an adult. I think they're trying to do something jazzy with it in terms of make it futuristic by the sounds of it in terms of Oz. But, like... It flopped. It's not working at mm-hmm. all, Oh, my apparently. God. The pictures look so funny. Like, yeah, <laughs> let, me, let me just show you, like... The Vivian, apparently the Vivian is also not very good, which I'm gutted by, because yeah. I thought that was a really fun casting, like, big musical theatre girly, and I was, yeah, like, her vocals apparently were great, but um, the acting was not good. Oh, dear. But no, they changed the songs, and I just love a bad review, because bad reviews are so fun yeah. to read. And yeah, um, Ben is quite, like, the wicked Wizard of Oz expert, loves loves all of those ones. Mm-hmm. They, they added some of the old Andrew Lloyd Webber songs from it, which as well apparently didn't really work that well. It's a very mm. interesting take on this on this thing, because mm. I think Wizard of Oz, people don't go to the Wizard of Oz to to see it be redone. You're going for nostalgia. And yeah, you're going it's with a classic. Your, you're going with your grandparents and stuff like that, because mm. they want to see Over the Rainbow and stuff like that. So, and apparently set design is cheap and lack spectacle, and I'm a, I love set design, like, it's <laughs> so fun, um, set design and lighting and stuff, so, um, yeah, apparently it's, <laughs> he finishes it by saying it's a horrible adaptation, 
with full of ridiculous creative decisions and forgettable new songs despite oh. a committed and enjoyable cast. Oh, that's so, that's oh. a brilliant last line. Yeah. Great last line. Um, wow. So yeah, that was a terrible arts review. I hope Ben enjoyed writing it at least. Yeah. <laughs> if he didn't enjoy the production. I know, because I hope he didn't spend much money on that because theatre is expensive. It now. is. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I have a really highly rated arts review I have this now, one as well. Uh, which is Jekyll and Hyde at the McRobert, which sounds amazing. I've heard so many people raving about this. Yeah, everyone's talking about it mm-hmm. that I've seen. And this is Isla's review. And yeah... She describes everything really well, the set and everything. And yeah, it just, it sounds amazing. It's, it's one man, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a one-man production of Jacqueline Hyde. Oh, it must be, um, I imagine it's so intense. Mm. And for one guy to carry that for, and she said it's 70 minutes, like it's a significantly long play. Mm. That is so impressive. Uh, I don't know if it's still, it's, it's probably not still on, is it? Is it finished? at McRoberts probably finished by now. But yeah, um, I'm pretty sure it was going to some other places around Scotland as well. So mm. it, it sounds really, really amazing. It sounds really good. I was slightly traumatised because I did Jacqueline Hyde as my uh, GCSE English literature text. And it was oh. horrific. Oh, oh my God. But yeah, if you didn't do it as your GCSE text, definitely go see it. And um, equally, Isla talked about the set and the lighting and stuff, which is something I always appreciate when it's like theatre review because that's what I look for because <laughs> I'm a nerd. nerd. <laughs> theatre nerd. But yeah, um, I think they were all the arts ones I had. Do you have any others? There were quite a few arts articles out, which is why. Yeah, I go arts. Go so, arts. Yeah. That, was this art? Yeah, it was art. Um, it was Emma did a book review of uh, How Not to Fit In, which is like a neurodiverse kind of like, sort of like guide to life. I think it sounds really interesting. I think I, I got this in my inbox actually, and they offered like a free copy of the book and an interview with the authors and Emma was really interested. So I'm really glad it worked out for her. Um, it just sounds really interesting. It's really nice in depth. Emma talks about the book and then the authors and yeah, I just thought it was really cool. Love when we can get some freebies and also talk to people. So big sleigh, Emma, once again. Ooh. She really enjoyed doing the book review actually. Nice. She got to speak to the authors and the whole kind of premise of the book is that it's written by new neurodivergent people for mm-hmm. uh, them. So she really enjoyed it. Emma really enjoyed it and found it easy to read. So she would, I mean, it's a good review, but she'd also really recommend yeah. the book. It's really cool how she spoke about how it's like, even like the way the book is formatted, like mm-hmm. how it's like in lists and like things like kind of in the design it's like picked out it's not just like a chunk of text so it makes it really accessible and easy to read i thought that was really cool yeah and then each end of the bit there's like a workbook which i thought was really really cool like um like you can fill out like what you've learned and stuff and it's also quite nice that we've got had an article that's come from something that we've had through the inbox because 90 percent of the time (laughs) our inboxes are filled with utter crap um (laughs) And so, yeah, it's quite nice. I've actually got something that worked out and actually produced a really good article. So, yeah, I have Elliot's corporate consolidate. Oh, God. (laughs) Corporate consolidation is killing local pubs. Yeah, I was getting there, Alex. I'm going to prove I can say it. Hang on. 
corporate consolidation is killing local pubs. See, I can say it too. Um, yeah, so this was um, a piece that Elliot has been working on for a while. He is our food editor, and I think this came about because in the print edition, he really wanted to go around all the pubs and basically find out what events were being held at all of our local pubs and bars and stuff like that for um, people to basically, you know, have a little schedule of, like, what they can go do, what pub quizzes are on, what, like, music events are on. Mm. And he basically just discovered that everything is owned by one company. And that's, you It's know, really sad. And he was not happy with that. And so he wrote about it, which is what, what we do when we get upset by things. Yeah, which is really bad, because Stalin's not a big place as well, so... You know, you don't have many options. So if you are independent, then like people do go. Mm-hmm. So it's quite sad when like I don't know. There's just there's like five change. Green Kings. It's like oh yeah, that's did, so sad. I had the article as well, and my favorite part was the subheading "All Hail the Green King." <laughs> that was brilliant. Yeah. That was really really. Yeah, it's a very clever. lengthy read, and it's very it's very important. It's a good topic, especially for smaller places like Sterling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he's because also he's done a lot of work. He did a review of like King Kong's and things like this in Slangevar which are some of our independent ones in mm. Sterling. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's really passionate about that in the food section of kind of like giving them a... A voice. Oh, yeah, a little mm-hmm. platform yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, um, so yeah, there is a great independent places. But it's, it's, it's a lengthy read in depth about the reality mm. of pubs. So, like, yeah. if you really want to learn something today... Go read that one. Yeah. Um, and we all enjoyed it because we are all resident Nikki Tams lovers. Here. Yes. Freya and I actually won the pub quiz on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like, that's not going. <laughs> Important information. Um, but yeah, it's uh, just, yeah, it's kind of depressing, but also with a hopeful spin on it. And yeah. Just yeah. Mind everyone to, you know, be watchful of where they're going to go and eat and drink and yeah. who you're supporting. Yeah. Um, I really like the last line. If we don't support local, then we'll lose local. And if we lose local, there will be nobody left to keep the chains in line. It's cool. so true. So true, Elliot. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go next. Um, I had the same, the roastery one and mm-hmm. that one. The, I also have Alice's article on the same-sex marriage around the world, mm-hmm. um, just because Greece legalised it this mm-hmm. week, which is really exciting. But the way Alice actually wrote the article, kind of going more into the history of legalisation and things like that, it was really, really interesting. But I just think it's great that lesbians can get married on Lesbos now, which so, is... The main takeaway I have from this, to be honest, isn't isn't Greece the first Christian Orthodox country in the world to yes. legalize gay marriage as well? Which is a huge step. Yeah. Wow. Go so, Greece. Are there any fun facts of the history of gay marriage? Yeah, I haven't got around to reading this one yet. <laughs> <laughs> no fun facts on gay marriage. Well, I think Alice's article just kind of talks a, a lot about what's going on in Europe Did just, you just now. Get a hint Listen, we're talking about same-sex marriage. <laughs> Timing is off the essence, okay? Lesbos is going to get booked up in no time. That's a fun fact. Okay. <laughs> Alex has booked her venue and now she's on Hinge. Yes. That'll be a fun podcast. Just go through dating apps on a podcast. Oh, that'd be so funny. Chloe's rolling her eyes at us. Um, but yeah, so um, that's a fun fact. Um... I have um, a news article next. I have the basically the rundown. Oh my god! Again, Emma Christie. She's got to stop writing. Um, <laughs> she is a machine. Like, how does she have time for anything? Yeah. She works as well. Yeah, and she keeps apologizing, being like, "Oh, I've not done much this week." And I'm like, "Look at the lists of articles yeah. to your name this week." She scares me. Um, what a girl. 
lover. Mm. This is Sterling Student Union candidates announced for 2024, which means... But excitingly, but also, oh my God, we have so much to do. The union elections is coming up. So um, much to do. So much to do. The hustings are on Thursday, Alex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we have our lovely team of writers who are interviewing all the candidates, and we have our elections kind of head team of Finn and Ben and Elliot. But Emma did the little rundown of like who is running for what and kind of like um, a very short outline of their um, manifestos. So we begin to get a feel of what people are kind of advocating for when they're running for these roles um and it's just always good to have something like this so that people can kind of get a very very brief overview without being overwhelmed and then they can look more in detail later on and just yeah union elections are coming up and it is really exciting and really important but so much work to do but yeah yeah i had that one as well and just you said what I was going to say, really. Just keep tuned to Brig for more yeah. elections coverage because there's going to be Kinda so much. Soon. So much. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, and it is, it's interesting. Another point on that is um, the same amount of sabbatical officers ran as last year, but we've had a, a significant decrease in the amount of volunteer officers running this year, which is very interesting. Mm. Yeah, so the volunteer ones point. don't take a year out to do it, do they? No, no, no you do it alongside time. your studies yeah. and it's voluntary, so that must no be hard. Money, that must yeah. be very, very hard. So yeah, very interesting and yeah, good little news article, current stuff with the uni, and yeah, keep keep an eye out for some more stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one I have because all of mine have been covered by either myself or you guys mm-hmm. is um, Finn's article on Israel and Palestine. Which is a 14 minute long read, which, and that was Finn trying to condense it and mm. trying to make it um, digestible. <laughs> but it's a really good kind of debunk on preconceptions you might have and just kind of delivering the information in a way that's understandable and digestible um, without kind of being one way or the other. But it's like, I'm not going to try and explain it because I'm not going to be able to Fair. do that within Fair. like half an hour anyway. <laughs> but I would recommend reading it if you've any kind of mm-hmm. uncertainties about what's going on in the conflict. And if you want to find out more, because there's always more you can find out about this. Um, but yeah, I would really recommend it. It's mm-hmm. probably the best one that I've read on the topic. And I've wow. been trying to read a lot because mm-hmm. it's so confusing when you've got BBC telling you one thing and Twitter telling you the other. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to kind of digest at all so definitely read Finn's article because it's nice. it's worth the time yeah no I think it was very good and Finn has spent kind of this has been I wouldn't say a passion project of sort but it's been a it's been a labor of of a lot of work mm, over the yeah. past mm-hmm. past few weeks like I think they started this weeks ago and obviously the amount of updates and things that have changed and you know come mm-hmm. about it's been it's been a lot to kind of keep up with and they've done a really fantastic job of mm-hmm. Yeah, because I subbed it and I was a bit worried about subbing it because um, just if I wasn't going to understand it all and be able to, like, you know, make sure it was going out correctly. Um, but it was, and it was really, really good read. And in 14 minutes, it just flies by. There's yeah. just, it is, it's really, it is interesting in its kind of own way and very engaging in how it's read and broken up and kind mm-hmm. of does take you through the narrative. So, no, absolutely go and read that. It's very important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it does really simply break everything down. If you're just yeah. confused and don't fully know what's going on, that is okay. It's very confusing at the moment, mm-hmm. but this does do a really great job at it. Yeah, because the risk is you oversimplify it and it doesn't do it justice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, Finn, they've done a really good job at balancing on that line. Nice. I really, I really need to read that one. I've I've not read a lot this week, so thanks for your recommendations, guys. Yes, thank you. Yeah, um, I think that's all we have today. Um, yeah. yeah. 
So uh, thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of She Slays and Knows. Um, we'll be back same time next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>